Welcome to the Sarah and Patty Podcast. Hello, it's producer Alan, and this is the Sarah and Patty Podcast. In this edition, Sticks and Wombat from the Block join Sarah and Patty. Join Sarah and Patty and I had a chat. James Bracey from Channel 9 covered off all the AFL and NRL Grand Finals. And Tim Farris of In Excess joined us ahead of Oztober here on 2GO. Oh, dual winners last night on the block. The winner of week nine on the block and taking home 10000 bucks from our mates at Volkswagen. It's a tie with two perfect scores. Roddy and Georgia and Josh and Elise. Well, they didn't win last night. Oh, they got bloody close, though. Oh, gee, they did well, though. <laughs> Sticks and Wombat from hey. the blog. Hey, boys. How are you? Boy, and how, how do you not win with a score like that? I mean, who gets first? Oh, oh yeah. what's going Show on? Show offs. Oh, two of them. Are they, are they cheating people down there? Are they, is there cheating afoot? <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it's cheating. I'm just saying we're getting close to the end of the season. Now they're throwing 30s down. Oh. <laughs> but Sticks, what I love, I love the internal fighting. Oh, and you boys are north of it, as you said last night. You don't need to get involved. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> We'll just let we'll just let it roll out. <laughs> but I mean, really, did you guys look and think, yeah, that's a perfect score? I mean, to have two lots, that's just a bit outrageous. Yeah, it is, um, it's a bit controversial that one. We walked through the house and saw a couple of issues which we didn't believe was good for a thirty, but that's yet to come. But yeah, they're, they're massive scores. Everyone's really pulling their finger out at the end of the series. That's for sure. Sticks, since uh, you've come along to the block, of course, uh, you had your little bub, your wife did, your partner did. Mate, how's it been since then? Yeah, it's been good. It's been, uh, it's been full on, but yeah, everything's going good back here, just juggling another little set of hands. But um, yeah, wouldn't <laughs> change it for the world. Absolutely. Hey, buddy, we're talking outdoors now. We all like to dream dreams in the backyard. We've all got our dreams. Will you get the chance to put any of those into play and, and make it a reality? Yeah, we got some pretty big plans. Our dreams are pretty big, but uh, <laughs> if we can fit our dreams into that little backyard, um, <laughs> you will see this week. Hey, Wombat, put in a pool. Put in yeah, a pool. Yeah, a uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wombat, do you as a contestant think this? I see what you guys have put out in, in that room with the wood, and the, that looks really good. Mate, are you sometimes perplexed about the judge's decision and what's handed down? Totally. I mean, you do put a lot of, you know, effort and everything into a room and then some big you know some big features and then they they'll pick on one that's really plain that's just got some fluff thrown in there and that's a hard one because mm. it's like you know anyone could sort of fluff a room up but to actually build something that's customized to that room that makes a difference not wanting to be um a sexist here at all but do you think it's harder two guys trying to we're talking fluff but Two guys trying to style and do Inner all those Uga. things. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just thinking, is that something that you'd normally find that comes naturally to you, or is that a bit of a struggle? <laughs> it's a total struggle. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was, the first time we did that room, like the 48-hour challenge, we stood back and thought we'd done pretty well. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then, like, it was like, well, we've used everything I can possibly think of. What are we going to do with the next room? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've wet our powder. We've used everything. <laughs> but but you have, have the judge, you've, you've found you in Uga, which is really good. Yeah. yeah. Coming towards the end. Sure. Yeah, totally. We did find our groove towards the end. And the luxury. Yeah, and we had, we had the opportunity to kind of change a few bits and pieces on the rest of the house to tie it all in. So that, um, that was important. Are Ronnie and Georgia as bad as they come across on TV? Not as bad. Are they as up themselves? <laughs> <laughs> I 
funny. Scotty, Scotty and Georgia are very focused. Let's say that. Yeah, right, focused. Diplomatic, you guys. <laughs> very diplomatic. <laughs> well, they are from the northern end of the block. <laughs> you know, they don't. But it just comes because I was watching Georgia last night and she was like, yes, you do want to win, yeah, that, but you just go, at what cost? Yeah, well, let's just say when they start, you know, they started out, everything then comes back around because... They started out just saying, we don't want to be friends, we're here to win, we'll do anything we can to do that. And then when it turns and goes back on them, they're kind of like, oh, well, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. a bit juvenile, isn't it? They got very short memories. And, and when they must be watching it, they must be thinking, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been something that's been filmed and shown, apart from the fart book, and that you thought, oh, geez, I, I don't know whether I would have done that? Oh, last night, yeah. <laughs> There's been a couple of things where you go, like we did some pretty stupid things while we were on the block. And uh, there's even one producer that we worked with, and I said to him, like, we stuff around that much. I said, you must get nothing from what we do. And he goes, mate, they'll use you as the gold. <laughs> <laughs> You're the yardstick. <laughs> Well, guys, speaking of yard, we wish you all the very best. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> and Sticks and Wombat, you I might... Think, t- uh, this week will be very exciting. Just keep watching. Oh, okay. we, we can't wait for the bitchiness. Well done. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Sticks. Thanks, Wombat. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Gracie Sports Wrap with Sarah and Patty For plantation shutters, external louvers and roller shutters, it just can't beat Central Coast roller shutters. And as we speak, he is in the bowels of Channel 9 somewhere. Hello, Jimmy. What are you going to cost you? What's happening? Uh, It's a very good way of putting it, actually. I just crept down this weird little hallway. It's a funny building here, it will be, actually, at the Mm. uh, Channel 9 HQ. But I I am. I feel like I am in the bowels of the building. Well, Mm. Kenny Everett used to say it, and I I adopted it years ago. The bowels of the BBC used to say, I always imagine there's costumes aplenty down there, like Elizabethan and Shakespearean and, you know, something from Graham Kennedy back in the day. What, oh, are you, yeah. what are you donning? Yeah, if these walls could talk. I know. Imagine oh, what they've seen. Too exciting. Imagine it. <gasps> tell you what, I tell you, if those walls could have spoken on Sunday night uh, oh. where you were. Mate, <laughs> great coverage by nine for the NRL Grand Final champ, which you headed up. Oh, it was great fun. What a day. It was. Um, I sort of went into it thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be as intense as sort of origin, but very different because it's it's such a it's a big sort of festival throughout the day we kicked it off obviously with the sunday footy show from 11 to 1 then you have the games through the day the holden cup and the state championship and then all of a sudden you've you've been on air for you know a good a good seven or eight hours and then the big one finally arrives and I'm not talking about the game. I talk about Macklemore, <laughs> and then of course there was Cowboys and Storm after that. But sure. uh, it was a great day. Great to be a part of it. And, um, in the end, sort of one-sided. The big game, kind of. You know, you can't be really surprised by it. when you look at the year that Melbourne had and yeah. what the Cowboys have done up until that point. It's um, pretty much probably went to script. You know what? I reckon that the referee in the second half gave penalties to North Queensland to even up the game. Oh, that's what I reckon. That's that. what I'm saying. It's always it a well, so. about five in the space yeah. of about fifty seconds at one point. Yeah. But they needed, but they didn't. This is the thing. Well, after they scored that first try after halftime, they needed the second one. There was a Michael Morgan kick that sort of went to no one. Vunavalu fell on it, and that was pretty much where the game ended right there. Mm. Now, you're right about the, the main game, although everyone was very happy with it, um, or some winches like Paddy always prevail. But what I did think was I had I said I didn't watch the game, but I did watch the games before. Gee whiz, there's some talent coming up through the ranks, James Bracey. Oh, is there ever. That Holden Cup game was a beauty oh. between... Uh, just seeing, 
seeing what Manly did come from behind against the Parramatta side. Parramatta. Manly, yeah. come, Manly were like the Cowboys. They, they finished eighth in the, the regular season. So, um, oh, look, just the PNG Hunters, uh, look, it wasn't a, a good outing for them, particularly the first half, but they put on a good show. So it was... It was fun to watch uh, and great weather. It was perfect footy conditions. Both on Saturday and Sunday. Hey, who was better, you reckon? Do you reckon the Killers, pre-match entertainment for the AFL, or do you reckon uh, Macklemore? Detail, both good. Yeah. Uh, well, the Killers with Midnight Oil, oil cover was always going to be hard to beat, but, man, Macklemore, I just reckon it went off. Mm. I thought it was just perfect, and uh, the reaction to it has been unbelievably positive since as well. So oh. I reckon they both ticked the box. But yeah, they did, actually. Yeah. We do miss, miss the loaf there. We miss and the loaf. If you miss the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the highlight of Paddy's life. Oh, that's the loaf. Yeah. Oh, God, I miss. Don't he was brilliant, Jimmy. If you can get him back for maybe next no, year, no, Jimmy, busy. that'd be great. Yeah, no, I just, I'm, I'm just desperate for Tina Turner to come back. I just reckon it'll be yours. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> oh mate, well, be the best. See, look, it's still going. And Bathurst this weekend, the start of the A League. So you've got a few things to cover, Jimmy. Oh yeah. Hey, World Cup squad gets announced today too for the Kangaroos as well. Yeah. And um, a few bowlers. I think Felice Kafusi and Jordan McLean from Melbourne Storm might sneak their way in as well. He's from so. Bundy. Khalees? Uh, yeah, oh, geez, he's had a good year. Yeah, he? he's huge. He's from Bundy, and, and Cohen Hester's from Bundy as well. There you go. Uh, Big boy. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't like to feed him. Wouldn't you think you could possibly get another bit of talent out of Bundy, but no, that was all <laughs> they had. Like it <laughs> anyway, Jimmy. All right, well, mate. Good. We are going to speak to you next Monday, Jimmy. We better let you get back because you might be on the set of today before you know it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Thank you, James. Yeah, it's a busy morning in here. A lot of sombre news. I've been yeah. trying to um, obviously brighten the mood with some some sporty Sport, action. But yeah. uh, on all week, guys, I'll give you a wave tomorrow. Thank all you, right. buddy. See you, James Enjoy Bracey. It. See you, James. See you, mate. Have a good one. See you. It's happening today. Lunchtime on 2GO Oztober Live. I know. With two very special people Tim Farris and Kirk Pengilly, our favourites from In Excess. They're becoming DJs today. Oh, Tim, hello. Hello, Tim. Hey, hey. Buona sera. Yes, we are. We're becoming DJs today <laughs> and enjoying opening our lunchboxes in front of the public. Beautiful. Eating sardine sandwiches, uh, Tim, for this, for this afternoon. <laughs> uh, well, you never know. It might be a little salami. Followed with some olives. Um, <laughs> having just spent, having just spent <laughs> most of this year in Italy, you know, I'm, I'm eating a Mediterranean diet. And very healthy at that, Tim. We want to keep you guys healthy. We absolutely love In Excess and Oz Music, mate. We cannot believe Oztober. What a great thing. Yeah, it's really good. It's a great opportunity for us to play some contemporaries, both Australian and international, bands we've played with, bands we've toured with or, uh, you know, shared the stage with at times and stories about them, stories about us, you know, and then there's, there's the, it's, it's been exactly 30 years and the third week since Kick was released, so we'll have a special Kick Week, which kind of sounds like some sort of health food, Kick Week, and then, and then there's that thing where we do... <laughs> oh, that's buckwheat, sorry. Um, and then we do this thing where we, 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 we want to play, we play covers that, where people have covered our songs, you know, so we get to do that. And we just have a lot of fun. It's going to be huge from lunchtime today, like from Kylie Minogue to Ice House. Now, I tell you, on the Central Coast here, Mark Gable. He lives here. Oh, jeez, oh, he's a pest Don't from Choir Boys. Don't you do. I want to play some Choir Boys, so... They were one of the, the great Australian bands. And, uh, you know, I remember seeing them at the Narrabeen Antler and they just blew my socks off. They were incredible. 
Tim, what do you think it is about Oz, Oz music? What is it about Australian music, mate, that it just, it's just so amazing to listen to? And no matter whether it's Kylie, no matter whether it's Mark Gable and Choir Boys or In Excess, there's something about it. Yeah, there really is, you know. And while I was, you know, listening to the radio, driving around Tuscany and Aurelia or Umbria, Perugia, wherever I happened to be, you'd be amazed how much Australian music I heard on the radio over there. And, and you know, and modern stuff too, not just the older stuff. So I think the fact that I've always sort of thought this, that Australia's so far from everywhere, and we did at one point have this incredible live arena which would be the pubs that where bands could play and cut their teeth and 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 really hone their stuff and their craft you know then i think that that's had a a, a bleeding or a, or an effect on the younger musicians of today they're influenced by that and 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 are trying to in their own sense recreate that you know it's tough for them i know but i think that, that if it wasn't for that legacy mm. We wouldn't have such rich talent amongst the young the youth of today that we do. Oztober, mate, we are absolutely thrilled that you can be there to host it for us. Thanks, so are we. We're absolutely looking forward to it immensely. And, and, and you know what, Kirk and I have been sharing lunch times together since we were kids. So, we're, you know, we know how to have a good, have a good lunch together. Yeah, we look forward to you guys rocking our cottage uh, here this afternoon on TPO. Thanks, Tim Farris. Thank you, mate. Thank you, guys. And it's high noon with Kirk as well from NXS. You've been listening to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Catch them live weekdays from 5 on 107.7 to Geo.